Greetings, I am Andy Musso. Today we will be looking at Ephesians chapter 5 verses 10 through 20. It goes like this, carefully determine what pleases the Lord. Take no part of the worthless deeds of the evil and darkness. Instead, expose them. It is shameful even to talk about things that ungodly people do in secret. But their evil intentions will be exposed when the light shines on them. For the light makes everything visible. This is why it is said, Awake, O sleeper, rise up from the dead, and Christ will give you light. So be careful how you live. Don't live like fools but like those who are wise. Make the most of every opportunity in these evil days. Don't act thoughtlessly, but understand what the Lord wants you to do. Don't be drunk with wine, because that will ruin your life. Instead, be filled with the Holy Spirit, singing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs among yourselves, and making music to the Lord in your hearts. And give thanks for everything to God the Father in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. I teach math. More specifically, I teach algebra and calculus to high school students. Usually, when I mention this outside of school, people stop me and ask that maybe, if it wouldn't be too much trouble, could I possibly give them an impromptu lesson because they really miss the time they spent learning math. Well, sometimes I do, but sometimes time doesn't allow, but today seems a good day for a refresher, don't you think? No? How about just a quick example then, followed by a funny story? We study lines a lot in high school math, all kinds of them, straight ones, curved ones, even squiggly ones. One curious line is called an asymptote. This is a line that is approached to infinite closeness, infinite closeness, but never touched. It is a very complex idea that is hard to comprehend unless you were young in the 70s and you had to travel in the back seat of a station wagon with your two brothers for three hours to grandma's house. Without phones or videos to keep you occupied, you pass the time by irritating each other until the folks in the front seat announce that no one is to touch anyone from now on. This of course solved nothing other than to initiate the asymptote game. How close can you approach your brother's eye with your finger without actually touching it. Problems ensued when the car swerved or hit a bump. There would be cries, blows, accusations, and denials. Sometimes, along with the game, the car would stop too. After that, we wouldn't play the asymptote game for quite a while. As Christians, we often like to know where the lines are, especially the ones that we're not supposed to cross. But too often we approach these lines asymptotically. We aren't intending to cross them, but we want to get as close as possible. Today's verse blows up this thinking with strong, clear language. It actually begins before in the first three verses of Ephesians 5 that set the theme for the chapter. It goes like this. Imitate God, therefore, in everything you do, because you are his dear children. Live a life filled with love, following the example of Christ. He loved us and offered himself as a sacrifice for us, a pleasing aroma to God. Certainly, we should know what not to do, but this is just the beginning. Move on to even better things. Imitate God. Follow Jesus. Love others sacrificially. In gatherings, we recently explored the parable of the talents from Matthew 25. Jesus tells the story of three servants who were given amounts of money. One had some, 
One had more and one had a lot. The two with more invested the money and returned double to the master. These servants were, were rewarded. The one with the least did the least and simply returned the original amount. This servant was cast out to punishment. There are lots of great lessons in this parable, but the one that brings us back to Ephesians 5 is this. Are we leading our lives in Christ to win or just to avoid losing? Do we seek to find the boundary line just to approach closely and peer over, or do we stay far away? When we see stories of great tragedies in the scripture, how often do they begin with simple, seemingly harmless dabbling around the edge of sin? Joseph's brothers were jealous over a fancy coat given by his father, but they ultimately responded by selling their brother into slavery. David's casual stroll on his roof one day resulted in a lustful glance at Bathsheba, which led to David engineering the murder of Bathsheba's husband. Adam and Eve's conversation with the serpent led them to disobey God and bring sin into the world. Big sins almost always begin with little decisions. We say to ourselves in secret that surely we can't just get close to evil, or surely we can just get close to evil without actually touching it. What is the harm in that? The next thing we know, we have crossed the uncrossable line and chaos is everywhere. The verses today give us a clear direction. We should carefully consider what pleases the Lord. Take no part in worthless evil deeds. Don't be thoughtless or drunk. Instead, be filled with the Spirit. Sing, worship, give thanks. Be so busy pursuing God's plan for your life that the boundary lines of sin recede quickly into your rearview mirror. To purposely approach sin, even without touching it, is childish, the way of a fool. Instead, seek what is more excellent. Don't just asymptotically avoid losing. Joyfully carry the banner of God's righteousness and encourage others to do the same. This is a pleasing aroma to God. Let's close in prayer. Thank you, Lord, for loving us as deeply and completely as you do. Thank you for coming after us in our sin and redeeming us, though we deserve no such grace. Help us flee from sin instead of mulling it over. Occupy our hearts and minds with the things that please you. Let your light and love overflow in us so that when others look at us, they see you. In your son Jesus' name we pray. Amen.